Welcome back to another episode of The Kitchen Table. Grab yourself a cold beverage, light you up a good cigar, sit back, and enjoy the show. Alright, episode 6, live from Coral Bean Cafe here in Corpus Christi. I want to thank my special guest, Orlando Torres, for joining us today. (laughs) Today, um, we're going to get into management slash leadership with this guy here. Um, But before we get into that, I want a lot of you guys that are listening to the podcast know who uh, Toro is. But we've got quite a few viewers, and I say few, quite a, a lot of viewers that may not know your entire background a lot of guys know you from the fd mm-hmm. and that's awesome but but you actually have a, a larger background so uh without further ado let me introduce orlando torres please give us your introduction hey how you doing man my name is orlando torres i've been with the corpus christi fire department since uh 2008 now um right now i'm currently a firefighter to uh, ems out of station 17 on c shift um prior to the fire department I was actually an infantry airborne ranger for four years, active duty, five deployments from 2002 to 2006. Uh, had two tours to Iraq, three to Afghanistan. Uh, actually, one of the cool accolades, one of my buddies actually uh, wrote a book about one two, a two-week portion of one of our deployments out of five, um, which is uh, Leave No Man Behind, written by Anthony Brooks. And uh, he actually, there's my picture in it. He actually named me in it and did a really cool write-up because I told him I kicked his ass if he did it. You're going to uh, sign one for me. I'm going to sign one for with you your for sure with my nutsack right? print okay. on it, of course. All right. That's the right. promise. <laughs> I promise you that. Awesome. Yeah, depending on how uh, how wet the ink is, you might even get a little uh, starfish on there too. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> so uh, after after being an infantry airborne ranger, I uh, got out as a team leader, um, a sergeant, a non-commissioned officer. I reclassed to a combat medic. I did that for another six or seven years before I got out, drilling out of San Antonio. I never deployed with those guys, never really wanted to. Um, my deployment history was done at that point. Got lucky, joined the fire department, almost went to go do private security, but uh, I ended up getting the phone call from CCFD saying I was hired. Um, since then, I've been on a couple of different teams. The, the, I was a SWAT medic, a tactical medic for uh, five years, about five, six years. Um, had a deployment to the Houston riots, all that fun stuff. Um, probably one of my I'm most known for is marching band in high school and marching drum corps. Yeah. And, uh, really? Because yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah, with Lone Star Drum and Bugle Corps back in uh, 1998. That's, never mind. You are a drummer. I am, yeah, right. I'm I a total agree. nerd, man. Uh, I'm just a nerd who, uh, you know, just forced myself to become an alpha male. And I've uh, been walking that life ever since, walking that line. Um, but that pretty much sums it up, man. I mean, other than that, I've, I've, I've dabbled here and there with other cool little things, tried amateur bodybuilding for a while, just realized I had shitty genetics, uh, were, but I had a strong mindset. So Personal trainer? Personal trainer, yeah, I did a personal trainer. We even started trying to do that program for the Corpus Christi Fire Department. Uh, unfortunately, COVID came in and screwed everything up by like a month out from us launching. Um, so hopefully we pick that back up. And I'm hoping really that somebody like Tony Perez, uh, Perez, sorry, and, uh, and, um, you know, Brittany and freaking Thomas Cruz and um, and our, our UFC fighter. Uh, I'm hoping they pick that back up and run with that baton. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, my I'm, body's really not into it anymore. So I'm hoping to get uh, you're speaking of, of Roger and our vice. I'm hoping to get Adam him on. Um, he's got some interesting takes because uh, and this is this episode is going to go into a lot of different fingers, but we'll just start with this. Yeah. I didn't want to say his name because I didn't want to advertise for his podcast. You know, Yeah, so, Charge yeah, the Line. Yeah, I, think I didn't want to advertise yeah, for Charge yeah. the Line. I, I mean, Roger I, I did help him set it up and everything. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, he, he's got a good one. Y'all should go check it out. Definitely will. Um, but anyways, back to that real quick is that health and fitness in the fire service in general, in life in general, is super important. And me and him had long conversations about how we all know it's important yeah. and how some of us really, you know, grab a hold of it and, and take care of ourselves and then some of us don't mm-hmm. and what can be done to bring everyone up to not standard, I don't want to use the word standard, but yeah. you know, um, make us all better at what our, at yeah. our job. So. Uh, I'll get you on there with him too, and y'all. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Smash out all kinds of, of ideas. Yeah, we've had we've been interviewed together over the subject before, um, and and man, he's he's got a solid grasp on on his take on it. What was that called? Uh, the YouTube thing that that was the uh, the Chiefs where they were doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, crap, man, I can't yeah. even remember. COVID kind of killed all that, that stuff, so, right? So um, that was when they were going to try to do. That, I actually uh, thought 
Mm -hmm. To be honest, that that was a good idea. It really was. I man. thought it was a good because you yeah. had chiefs on there, you had different yes. ranks on there, you had guys, yeah, putting out stuff, and then of course with the pandemic, it, like everything else, it, it, yeah, it, it, it was a, a, it was it was a great idea, man, and. Um, you know, it, it was, Ooh. if anything, some, some connectivity and some reciprocity, you know, from the lower ranks to upper ranks. It was kind of cool, but it just diminished with uh, COVID, unfortunately. So, guys, that's, I told y'all at the very beginning of this, and I'm, we're six episodes in, and so we're, do, we're doing pretty good. But I told you guys that I was going to bring on people here with a wide variety of, of knowledge and resources. And so, plethora. as you can hear, a plethora mm -hmm. uh, of different stuff. As, as you hear from Orlando's background, you know, he's got that. So, today... We're going to talk about management slash leadership, and and not management versus leadership, because no. because that creates the you put it on there that creates a me versus we thing, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And so what I want to talk about today is that how people confuse management and leadership, because you can have a good manager and be a shitty leader. True. And you can have a great leader, but he's a fucking horrible manager, right? Even more true. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that I'm going to get your take on it here in a minute, but I think that the the fire service in general, mm -hmm. including everybody, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here in front of you, yeah, right? Yeah, the whole circle. Because it's a we thing. It's, it's a not we a thing. thing. Yeah. I think the fire service has a, they can create managers, mm -hmm. but I think they have a hard time creating leaders. And, 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 and we'll get into why I think that is and why you think that is, but why don't you give me your take on what your definition of management slash leadership is and, and how they differ? Because I think sometimes they're confused. And, yeah. And I yeah. think guys think that, that hey, oh, he's a leader when actually he's a decent manager, but he's a shitty yeah. leader, you know, and, and vice versa. So what is your take on that? So uh, management, of course, when you start thinking about management, in my opinion, you start thinking about the upper ranks, right? And, and just the way they interpret qualitative and quantitative data. Um, to give the, the needs versus the wants, right? Um, I think good managers uh, get their needs taken care of, like the needs, and I'm not talking about their personal, but department needs. As long as you have a good manager that puts the department first instead of what I personally need, what makes my job easier, no, what's better for the department. If they have a good grasp on that, um, I think for one, they'll be a great manager, but two, they'll get the needs accomplished, they'll get the mission accomplished. I think managers are one of the main things that makes them a good manager is that they have a clearly defined mission that they can actually translate to the lower ranks um, as far as so then you would say that management can be quantified and qualified you know you can you can yeah. measure yes you can measure yes. success of management right yeah. it, can, it can be interpreted interpreted through qualitative and quantitative data exactly. now granted that's not cherry-picking quantitative and qualitative data that's one thing I think we fucking suck at or one of the things I think in general cities, just working for a city, a city entity is what they do. They just kind of cherry pick. Oh, we're gonna almost like politics. It is politics, right? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pick, pick and choose which well, which quantitative, which qualitative data I want to use to get yeah. what I want. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. what we need, but what I want out of it. The, those guys have gotten real good, and I say those guys. I'm talking about upper management. Of like, if they need something, the data will show that. If they mm -hmm. don't want something, the data shows that. And, yeah. and, and like you said, they, they pick and choose, yeah. but. Or how do I end up on the front page of the Corpus Christi Color Times? Is, is basically, I, I hate to sound totally cynical, but that's kind of where I'm at when it comes to management at this point. Can, um, <laughs> we're, we're in the same boat there. Yeah. <laughs> Can leadership be measured? Yes. So the way you measure leadership, in my opinion, and granted, this is this is how our how I was born in a Second Ranger Battalion, right? This is the way I was raised to think is that as a leader you cannot measure your success as a leader you by you personally does that make sense mm -hmm. i can't come I and assess you I see where you're going i want to pick your lowest guy on the totem pole and i'm going to assess him that's yeah. going to tell me everything i need to know about your leadership skills granted that you had enough time to work with them right sure. and mold them because um, we all have those guys that come out of the academy and i hear to carry to this day oh man this guy's turned out for six months and he still doesn't know shit i'm like well why doesn't he know shit yeah where's the why failure does, why does he know anything yeah. you know what have you have you tried teaching him well yeah he's dumb as fuck and you know we can always decipher who i'm talking about right yeah. oh he's dumb as fuck he can't be trained blah 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 blah. i'm like hey well what have you personally done to try to train this person because mm -hmm. um, i know i've sat there with this person for quite a long amount of time or a couple of these people a couple of these young cats that i try to mentor and whenever I see them in passing, I still ask them shit that I taught them a year or two ago, and they still remember it, you know? And it's just because, probably because when I was in the reserves, or even, I don't want to say I was a ranger, because I don't really meet any dumb rangers, but uh, when I was in the reserves, you know, I had the pleasure of working with some of the dumbest fucking soldiers on the planet, you know? It's just kind of like in the fire department, just, you know, as long as you can take a test, anyone can get on it. Uh, it's the same thing with the reserves. As long as you can pass an ASVAB, anybody can be in that motherfucker, you know? 
And that, that, that actually brings up a good point from your military background to the fire service because it kind of semi-military or paramilitary yeah. is what, and I use the air quotes there, yeah. oh, I hate the fire that. service yeah. in general, but that's what we were told. Yeah, no, 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 I got you. Right? Um, and, um, but if it's, if it's that easy for the dumbest fuck to mm-hmm. get into the fire, and, and I, I'm not calling anyone, but we're just saying yeah. you don't have to be that brilliant, right? You just be past a couple of tests. You could be a great test taker. So how... You know what? Let me. I'm gonna circle back to this. Yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. question back is gonna to be how, how do we? My question is gonna be, but don't answer it yet. No, it's no, gonna be how do we take that person and create mm-hmm. that a good leader out of that person because okay. he doesn't have those skills coming in yeah. with, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I was listening to you, so basically what I'm hearing and it's kind of cool that you're just spitting it out yeah. without any notes in front of you. That's a blank piece of paper. There's <laughs> a pen there, but I've got a shit ton of notes written here. Yeah, it's okay. But basically you. I'm hearing from you is that management is more of like a plan, right? Yeah. It defines goals, creates a path to achieve those goals. Yep. What's our mission? What's tell our tell mission? me my mission, I'll get it done. That's what a leader is. A leader is a doer. And the way the leader is going to do it is they're going to make sure that they bring the strongest possible fucking chain chain to the fight they possibly can, right? When does greatness happen? Greatness happens when preparation meets opportunity. Okay, so what are you doing to prepare your team? What are you doing to prepare not only your team, but your team to um, basically work in this big fucking beautiful bubble of the fire department that we are how are you how are you teaching your team to work with other teams because it's not one one platoon is not taking care of any fire right absolutely um yeah exactly so what are we what are you bringing to the fight uh what's the caliber of personnel that you're bringing to this fight you know that's on you um and that's one thing i think we really lack and i hate hearing that the fire department's paramilitary because the only thing in common with paramilitary that the fire department has is that we have a rank structure and we don't even follow that fucking rank structure, to be honest with you. We have, um, you know, like, and I'll give you case in point. Let's say I'm riding the ambulance, right? And I fuck something up. Who am I going to hear it from? Who am I going to hear about it from? Am I going to hear about it from my captain, my first line supervisor, or is the battalion chief going to skip rank and come straight to me and chew my ass out? It dep- Honestly, it, it, yeah. It, you know, it, every department is different. Um, yeah. Ours is, uh, ours is structured in that our battalion chiefs are also... I'm doing air quotes again, EMS yeah. supervisors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but And some of them are great at it, to be honest yeah. with you. Some of them are, are better at most captains at, at it that even have captains that are running multi-company stations that have an ambulance, yeah. um, you know, complement to their platoon. But my question at that is, okay, why? <laughs> you know, if, if your captain is lacking in leading a medical platoon, then why the fuck is he there at a medic station? Yeah. Um, if he doesn't care anything about EMS, if he's one of these guys that promoted just to get off the ambulance, then why are you, why is he still here? Why is he still there? You know, we got plenty of other people in this fire department that they made special accommodations and special jobs for, you know, that since is, we can't fire anybody or we can't demote anybody, even though they deserve to be demoted like 20 fucking times over. Absolutely. Why are they still there? Those, those are <laughs> questions that, hey, that, that I plan on getting some of the brass on here. Yeah. I, I plan on getting some of our, yeah. our union representatives on here. Yeah. And those are questions that, we you know, we need to answer to. Yeah. Um, no, I got you. But you, 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 you brought something up. Again, it's so cool that you're spitting this out and it's written down on my paper almost word for word. But So there's a saying, and you tell me if you've heard this. That Go for it. Go for it. Leadership knows no rank. That's true. And that's true, right? Yes. But management requires a title. Yes. Oh, man. I love that. Right? Yeah, that, I love that. That, that. When I, I didn't come up with that. Yeah, when, when oh, I when I was doing my research right. and I was reading it, I was like, "Holy shit, that makes perfect sense." Like, yeah. and and I've I've said the first part of that quote for years. Like, you, you could be a firefighter one, and you could mm-hmm. be a badass leader. It takes a little more work yeah. to be there, right? But in order to be a good manager, you you do have to have a title of some sort. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why. And this is just my personal opinion that, you know, our first line management is a company officer and they get that title of captain, right? And yeah. so they, of course, I'm going to remove my, my, my officer rank because that's the rank I hold. But I do personally think that, like, an officer has, it, they got to be an HR specialist, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going somewhere with this. So no, you I got you, answer. I got you. An HR specialist, they got to be a, uh, a training officer they got to be a safety officer they got to be the adult of the crowd right mm-hmm. but but how i just named four things that these guys have to be what does the fire service do to prepare i was never prepared yeah i, I you know what i studied my ass off yeah i read books you, but when you i got my test. crew I, I when i got my crew i was like i got four different personalities here yeah and and i'm from the go-getter mm-hmm. to 
the not so much go get yeah. How the fuck do I get these guys to come together? I've, wor- I've worked through it, yeah. but I was, as far as I know, in our in our service, and I'm doing the whole circle again. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to be yeah. right as the host of the show. I'm trying to be correct. Yeah, and that um, I don't think this, the fire service does a good job of preparing guys to deal with that. No, uh, and and they don't even prepare the mindset, in my personal opinion, because just just man, you 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 hit something on the head as far as leadership goes that I fucking love that you said it the way you said it, and I don't even think you realize that you you said it the way you said it. But in our department, you know, everything everything working for a city entity is liability, right? Everything in our department, the reason you're a captain is basically if you want to boil it down, it comes to liability, right? You're the guy I'm going to point the finger at when Absolutely. your crew fucks up, right? Yeah. Um, but as a leader, your own personal psyche as far as realizing, hey, what is my job here? What is my purpose here? Um, you know, yeah, you're, you're the overall knowledge of, of that crew, but I think the psyche of a good leader is somebody who realizes, hey man, I'm not really the head of the snake. Is I got four other heads here. You know, we're, we're fucking, um, what is that called, dude? Hell Hydra, you know, yeah. we're Hydra. Yeah. I'm just the representative, you know? Yeah. I'm just the guy that, hey, um, you know, the, one of the, the hallmarks of an actual beautiful leader, in my opinion, is, um, you know, somebody who shares the wins with the crew, yeah. but also owns the losses. If my crew fucks up, my crew didn't fuck up. I fucked up Absolutely. because I failed to prepare them for this. You know, preparation, that, again, greatness is when preparation meets opportunity. And if we weren't prepared for when that opportunity arose, I fucked up. That's on me. But, but what you just said there is, in, in not so many words, right? What you just said there is, is ownership and accountability, mm-hmm. right? And everyone uses those terms all yeah. the time. It's, it's like the term, and oh, I'm using man. the Arab yeah. Brotherhood, yeah. right? Yeah. Ownership and accountability. Oh, we got to have accountability. I don't think people have truly no, have personal accountability. No, they don't want accountability. They, they don't. They, yeah. I, I hear a lot of people crying for it. Yeah. And I'm like, when it happens, you, you got to be careful. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I've been in that place. Yeah. I've been there being like, you got to hold guys yeah. accountable. Oh, really? Well, you know, you're violating that SOP right now. Well, fuck, I am. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, right? But I think that that's huge because in order for to say, hey, those guys didn't fuck up, my crew fucked up, that that takes that takes a sack, yeah. right? To say, you know what, I failed. I, mm-hmm. hey, I wrote it down here. Yeah. Hold on, let me let me get to it. To fail is okay. Mm-hmm. Failures should never be criticized. They're 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 teachable moments. Yeah. Right. Now, of course. See, I'm, oh, I'm, a okay. little, I'm a little different there, man. Um, you know, as, as a true leader and somebody who plays this game, and again, I equate this to, to my, my time in special operations, you know, and, and I walk with giants, man. I mean, and I love, like, Isaac Newton's fucking quote that, um, you know, if I've seen further, it's because I stood on the shoulders of giants. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes to, to almost live by, and, you know, is it's, it's a humbling it's a humbling quote, and yeah. it's humbling for me because I, I think I suck. You know, that's just my, when I look in the mirror, I'm, I, I see a worthless piece of shit. You know, that's just the way I'm wired because I can always get better. better. I can always be better and always be better and always yeah. be better. And if somebody's fucked up around me, I'm like, man, that guy's fucked up because I'm letting him be fucked up, you know. And to me, that's true accountability is, is okay, uh, instead of, oh, like we have even battalion chiefs now that um, you start asking them about, hey, man, what, what's going on with this crew over in the, the battalion? What do they say? Oh, you know, not my circus, you know, yeah, not my yeah, clowns, yeah, not my clowns, yeah. not my circus. You know, you hear that all the time, which I'm like, dude, we're part of the we're part of the same team. We're off, this is the big picture thing. And right now you're telling me that that's OK. You know, um, I have big issues with that. Um, but as far as that failure should not be criticized, um, yes and no, I guess. Um, okay. So my, another hallmark from mine as a leader is that you shouldn't love to win necessarily. Winning should just come naturally if you're a great leader and you, and, you, you. and you're prepared for the fight, right? Yeah. It should just come naturally. It should be another Tuesday. We shouldn't be out in front of fires that we kill and extinguish so high-fiving. You, know? you don't have you to know, spike that's, the that's, ball, do the yeah, dance in the end zone. That's just motherfucking Monday, bro. Act like you've done yeah, it before. That's motherfucking Monday. Yeah. That's what you're paid to do. That's your job. That's what's expected of you. However, as a leader, you should hate to fucking lose. That should be, you should hate to lose more than you love to win. That should be your passion in life is just hating to lose. Um, because when you lose, just like in Ranger Regiment, the mindset we have, when you lose, people die. When you, when you lose, we bury Rangers. We don't lose. We win. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's said in our training. When we, when we train to fight, we train how we fight. We don't train like in the fire department. We always train best case scenario so that we can all go outside and high five, you know. And it's real funny because the way, in my opinion, those IAFF uh, standards, standardizations for training 
is when I read them, I'm like, you know what? I think this is mostly written for volunteer departments because they're trying to keep their fucking people there because they don't want to criticize and they don't want to be like, okay, and scare yeah. people away, right? Because they want them to show up to work the next day. But in paid departments, this is your job. You know, why do you suck at it? Stop sucking at your job. Get better. Yeah. Um, and if you're okay with being the way you are, quit because we don't want you here. Um, but so I, so I, <laughs> I think I, I hear you, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but so. And maybe it's the word criticize, right? Because mm-hmm. let's say that me and you are working, we're working yeah. a crew, and we're just going to be hypothetical here, but yeah. you fuck up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you're the captain? I'm, I'm the captain. I'm, okay, I'm yeah, you're, you're, okay. and, 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 and you fuck up. Yeah. Um, say I told you to pull the two and a half, and yeah. you, you pulled the trash line, mm-hmm. right? When I say criticize, I shouldn't come over and be like, hey, you dumb piece of shit. Be like, hey, Toro. Yeah. Why the fuck did you pull the two and a half? Gotcha. Yeah. This is a right. teachable moment. Teachable. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm oh, all you, for that. You, yes. You, okay. you pulled the trash line. We just have different definitions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I guess criticizing the way I was using it was like, there's no need, there's no reason to berate someone because, yeah. right, but you can't tell them, hey, you did fuck up. Yeah. Like, and that, again, it goes back to the accountability. Like, I got to hold you Rooted. accountable. Yeah. So in the same sentence, though, I got to be like, why did he fuck up? Yeah. Oh. So in that in that same in retrospect too, you know, and and this is the way it would equate to somebody who's in special operations, you know, like when I had privates when I was a team leader, right? Let's say we're on a live fire exercise and one of my guys, one of my privates, fucks up, right? And I've had this guy for like six months, so I have plenty of time, ample time to develop this kid, right? And this has actually happened. Um, so he fucks up on a live fire. He fucks up on a real world mission, right? We go back, we have our AAR, we do those for every single mission that we have um, in Ranger Regiment. We did hundreds and hundreds of them, um, real world missions, right? we were the premier light infantry unit of the world um but let's say he fucks up right is he gonna hear about it from anybody else other than me no because what's and um, i'll try to uh, i'll try to uh, reciprocate the way we work in the fire department as far as the military right sure so my battalion chief or the battalion chief would come over to me the captain and say and tear into you lonnie yeah. he, should, he should not have he should not say anything to that guy at Absolutely. all this is your failure he should tear into your fucking ass and blah, blah, blah. now if you want to go tear into him right then and there that's on you but you i know the guy you are you're probably going to say hey man you know what we got some training to do next shift we're going to make it to where and it's okay to make mistakes yeah. mistakes are going to happen but the problem is you can't make the same mistake twice you know if Agreed. you make the same mistake twice then you are totally you were ridiculously fucked up Agreed. if i if, if, if that guy made the same mistake twice he's not fucked up you're fucked up one hundred percent agree with yeah. that. Agree with that. That, that multiple mistakes are okay. Mm-hmm. The same okay mistake. The, the yeah. same mistake it's multiple okay times mistakes. is not okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So let's circle back. And if you make a mistake, make it big. Make it. Make it. Make it so everyone can see it. Fuck it. I let, tell, let the Corpus Christi Kaka fucking write an article about when it. When I train my guys at the station, and me and you, we've had conversations about all kinds of training. I've seen yeah. some of the shit you dry up on the whiteboard over at stations. <laughs> uh, I actually got in trouble for that, by the way. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. People wow. don't, people don't like uh, people don't like uh, when you try to train them and have them accountable for and knowledge. But, um, yeah, but I tell my guys, I'm like, again, I'm in more of the hazmat realm yeah. and yeah. stuff. But you know, we'll we'll get a new piece of equipment, a new meter, and I'm like, here, let's train on. They're like, well, I don't know. I said, you know what? Break it. Yeah. And they're like, what? Oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, break it. You, it, 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 let, let's play with it. Let's break it. Because if mm-hmm. we know what we did to break it, then we know what not to Atta do, boy. not to break it. Right. Uh huh. So. I agree with you, but I want to circle back back yeah. to the management leadership. So, go for it. Would you, say, fire service or any organization, military, uh, the Rangers, whatever, you have to have in order to be successful, you have to have strong management yes. and strong leadership. Yes. They don't have to be both the same thing. You have yeah. to have both, right? Is it is it up to management to create the leadership? No, they can't. They can't. No, they're they're too. They're uh, what's the word that I'm looking for when they're too far away from from the actual kind issue. They got too much going. Yeah. On. They're too much distance. Yeah, they're too distant from uh, from what actually going on. The only way I think that and and you know ideally ex facto, if you have good leaders and you pull from those leaders to create management and ideally ex facto, right? You're gonna have good managers. You know, the problem is is how we get these captains to where they're in our department, anyways. And and it's it's like this everywhere. I've talked to so yeah, many absolutely. guys from other departments. You know, same circus, different clowns kind of thing um it's how do we choose these leaders and the way we choose these leaders is fucking bullshit you know it's 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 literally is i hate to say it now do we have good people in leadership positions cool yes we do we always we we are actually really decent about having good leaders in our department Uh, i mean sorry good people in our department but do we have the right leaders the best person for the job and and this is what i 
you know, it was a little different for me in the military um, as far as conventional units in the military is that I was with the special operations background right, right. is that we didn't give a shit how long you were there. We didn't give a shit um, how smart you were or anything like that, blah, 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 your PT score, none of that. It wasn't a point system for us because everybody's maxed out at points, right? Especially when you go to ranger school, you get maxed out on points for promotion boards and all that shit, right? Sure. So the way we pick our leadership is who is the right person for the job? And we'll give them a shot. It was kind of like Rico's Roughnecks, right? Yeah. In uh, Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Um, you're it till you're dead or I find somebody better. And that's exactly the way it was. If you couldn't cut the mustard, if you could not lead, um, that's it. You were cut. You were yeah. demoted on the spot. Your stripes are ripped. You're freaking, okay, it goes to this next area that we had in mind. Um, you know, we can't do that with the fire department. Because <laughs> uh, for one, just the way that we, the bullshit little way that we choose our leadership which is a civil service exam yeah you know and it's and i man we can do a whole so, episode on that alone how i feel about that and hr and we hr will. loves me by the way <laughs> we will, um, we will you know, I promise. and that's kind of like the ongoing joke at my station is uh you can ask Drex. But, like uh, once so they see me they're like oh that fucking guy you know? <laughs> it's interesting what you say because uh, before we actually went on air mm-hmm. um we were talking about what well, in our department we call acting mm-hmm. right when mm-hmm. you you act up a, a rank um, other departments called step ups. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's different names for it, but basically you're you're acting out of your rank, uh, yeah. one higher. And so, w- when you said that earlier, and then what you just said now, it's like if management can't create good leaders, which uh, agree or disagree doesn't matter. If that's the case, then how are we? We're asking guys to step up in leadership roles. Mm-hmm almost slash management roles right yeah. because that's what we say the company officer is is both yeah. we're asking them to to step up and give them all the response here's the keys and radio like yeah. we used to hear right yeah you're it yeah. and when 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 shit goes wrong i'm gonna blame you're it yeah. and i, and I, 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 <laughs> I didn't want to use the the word but I, I just said it came out of my mouth blame right you're you're, you're you have the same responsibility yeah so if we can't you're expected to act in the same capacity without the same training how, the same how do we and I'm, I'm, I'm asking you honestly, like, give me some, some honest, concrete. How do we get buy-in from, from the upper management to start creating these leaders that we need, so that when they get into these roles, they're like, I'm prepared to sit in this seat. I'm prepared to make that decision. I used to think that, and I, you'll probably agree, or maybe not. I don't know. I used to think that riding the ambulance was mm-hmm. probably the best thing I ever did for so long uh-huh. to prepare me for, because yeah. every day, every shift, You're I right. made life and death decisions on the spot yep. i didn't have to say well chief well, what do you think or yeah. hey guy well, you got the reps in too mm-hmm. you know you got and the textbook answers you got that recognition prime decision making you know yeah um, but so. how do we get that by i mean how do we prepare those guys like literally is there is there classes is there courses is it just straight out experience put them at busy stations fucking feed them to the wolves well, how do we get those we change the way we promote we change the whole promotion process yep. um because ideally you know, we're seeing, and this is statistically speaking, even though some people will throw, cherry pick the statistics they want to and throw it at us, you know, uh, as far as what's the difference between an incipient fire and a full grown, you know, fully developed. Um, but we're seeing fewer fires, right? Absolutely. They're more dangerous. They're more volatile. I know you guys at Hazmat like to use that fucking word, you know, yes. just, uh, you know, acceleration of electrons. I just got and all a little chub, by the way. There, just, there you go. I just yeah. chubbed out. They're way more dangerous. They're way more fire. They're, 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 they're way more deadly, right? Uh, they're way more volatile, same fucking thing. Um, and now we're putting these very, very low experienced people in leadership positions to go and try to com- and, and combat that, yeah. you know, not to mention that our gear is getting, got extensively better as far as protective, except the helmet. I fucking hate our helmets. And I know, I don't know if you were had that conversation with me. I know everybody hates me for that. But if, if there's one thing that I think symbolizes everything that's wrong with the fire department, it's literally our helmets. Um, <laughs> Are you more of the European style? I'm more for whatever is the most optimal that will protect us that's actually pressure rated. Because one of the things that's actually killing these firefighters is collapse. And there was actually one real recently. And Absolutely I bet in Philadelphia. Bed if we actually saw the data that his helmet fell off and his fucking brain was crushed. Um, uh, our helmets are not frustrated. Yeah. And our, plus, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to yes, our brothers for, and sisters for over you, in brother, Philadelphia. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, keep it cold. Keep it on ice, brother. I'll be praying for you. I promise. Uh, or sister. I don't I don't know the name. I'm sorry. Um, I haven't uh, read into it too much yet or, or looked into it. Um, but as far as, like, let, one, one thing I like to tell guys right now is, like, okay, let's, let's take tradition and throw it out the window, right? Let's say you knew nothing of firefighting. And I told you, Lonnie, with the, the engineering that we have today, with the physics that you know in your mind, you know, and all these all these different sports like um, you know these race car Indy 500 all these all the Formula One all these beautiful sports that that kind of do what we do right 
I mean, are, are their, their yeah. level of protections ex expected to be just like ours, right? If I said to design, this is without any knowledge of how our helmets look before. If I said, hey, I want you to design a protective helmet for us that gives us uh, full protection, crush rated, fire rated, if it gives us communication capabilities, if it gives us visual uh, uh, visual optimization, what's the design you would come up with? And if you tell me that you would come up with something that looks like our traditional fire helmets, I will give you a fucking paycheck, brother. It, it, would, it would not be. It would yeah. not be. And I'm not much of a designer, but you know, yeah. I think that goes back. Tom, Captain Tom Cruise yeah. and I, we had a long, healthy discussion, and it he brought up something that you just brought up and I, and it fits right here in what you're saying in that fires are different. They're different. They're different. They really ones, are. Right? Yeah. Fire, fire behavior, not so much, but the way things are burning, the products that we're using, um, they're all, all bound by the laws of physics, right? right? The physics hasn't changed, but just the material, the, the material, fuel, the fuel the, mm -hmm. but from what I understand from him is that even kind of some firefighting tactics are trying, there's yeah. some different hose handling techniques, yes. there's some different nozzles, some different pressures that yeah. are out there that and, and I told him I was like man that's that's awesome shit he goes yeah you know I'm I'm, I'm getting some buy-in but I'm getting some pushback because the fire <laughs> service is a hundred years of tradition impeded by progress right? it really is and so I hear you saying like we need to change the but then I think it and I was like it's the way we've always done it you're asking and that, yeah. I hate that yeah. right but yeah. you're you're not what you're asking but what you're saying is, is that the, we gotta, <laughs> yeah. the fire service is changing yeah. we've got to change with it you know, maybe we should look at changing that as well. Yeah. I mean, we got to change our firefighting tactics. And it's, it's not even, I hate to use the word change because everyone hates that word, right? It, it has a, it has a, a direct a negative, negative, it has a negative yeah, connotation, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I like to use the word, and this is even with personal training, when I, I try to get people in the right mindset, is it, it's evolved. Let's evolve. This is evolution. Yeah. You know, let, let, let's get better at, let's, let's fight the battle that's in front of us, not the battle that they fought 50 years ago. One of the coolest things that separates humans from animals is that we can actually learn from our past. And, and take it in, into the present and even drive it into the future. You know, that's the only thing that separates us from most animals. You know, yeah. why aren't we doing that? Why are we saying, oh, well, this is the way it is, you know? And I, again, the, like, this is why, to me, the fire helmets are symbolic of, of impedance to change, is that why are we still creating things that they had 150 years ago and trying to make it better instead of just making it better to begin with? Just yeah. clearing that drawing board and saying, hey man, um, you know, it's pretty sad when I, I, just putting a light on my helmet now all of a sudden, I, I assume all of liability, or I, I wipe the company of all liability, and, and I'm like, dude, okay, so why don't we have like the helmets that I had in special operations, you know? And that's another funny thing, is that a joke that I make uh, with my buddy, uh, Captain Eric Gomez. I'm like, dude, you know what's funny about the fire department, uh, in retrospect to the military, is that when I was in the military, I went from having a big-ass fucking helmet, heavy Gumby armor, you know, and, and, it, and that was my first deployment, right? It's just that shit, lugging around 50 pounds of shit. But what happened over deployments, right? We optimized. What makes us more optimal? By my fifth deployment, I mean, my helmet barely covered the tops of my ears, just the cranium. I was able to hook up communications, ears. You know, I had three different radios that I could hook up into my Peltor fucking headset. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, my night vision. I had fucking thermals, you know. Uh, and my helmet got smaller. The protective and the protective, uh, protective value actually increased. Increased. Yeah. So when I go away my helmet, and it weighs a 12 pound fucking piece of shit that I can't even put a flashlight on because it fucking, it, now I assume all liability or of course or whatever and now it avoids the warranty of it or some crazy shit yeah. and it doesn't even fit half the time. I can't think of a single even training iteration that I made it through and that's because guys have big heads. The guys that have little heads, they love our helmets because it actually encapsulates them a little bit but I have this big ass honker seven fucking three eighths inch head, right? Um, I can't think of a single even training iteration where my helmet stayed on. I can't. And that's me cinching the fucking shit out <laughs> of it where I'm like, <laughs> and not, not to mention that, why do we still have three pieces of equipment that we're putting on our heads? You know, we have a mask, a flash hood, and a helmet. Yeah. So nobody has come up with just one fucking system yet. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. I'm yeah, sure and they, they just cost money. I get yeah. it. I get it. But and it's funny because I, I. But what's killing us? Like and you, why is it killing us? I remember back back in the days when I used to, and, and I still, don't get me wrong, I still fight fires every now and then, but not as much as I used to, but I would remember, I would always have to tell my guys, hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> someone find my helmet. Yeah. <laughs> someone, you know, I, yeah. now guys are like losing flashlights and shit like that, right? But I was, I would always be like, I'd come out there and I'd be like, fuck, yeah. someone go find my helmet, yeah. you know? So it, yeah, I agree with you. I had one of my buddies in the academy, I fought a fire with him when I was at tens, and uh, during overhaul, he shot my helmet off my fucking head. And it flew across the room, and it it literally wedged itself in the drywall. And, and they're like, "Oh, why didn't you have your buckle?" I was like, "I did have my I fucking did. buckle. It broke my <laughs> fucking buckle, and it launched across the room. This dickhead like shot the literally the the flap 
And you know, and the funny thing about helmets is that you can't even fucking look up. You know, yeah. I mean, the way when I want a helmet, where I can't even look up when I have my SCVA on, dude. That's ridiculous. So it's funny so, when we're talking. See, we went about, off on a tangent about. Yeah, I no, told you no. I go off on these but, tangents, but, man. But, uh, but it's good because I'll circle back right here. Baby. Is that yeah. We uh, we're talking about all these changes that you know we'd like to see. Mm-hmm. But in order to get those changes, it takes people in leadership and management roles that understand those changes need to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, so until we get those guys in there, yeah. and, and well, I don't know how I feel about that, man. To be honest with you, um, I, 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 I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, dude. I don't even know if I want to promote anymore, um, just because all that shit that went on with uh, our, our, and that can be an episode in its own. You know, all that that shit that went on with our promotion exam, where I had a fight. You know, I tried to take that fight for us. Um, and draw that line in the sand. I just, I, it took a lot of wind out of my sails. And now, like, I see that gold badge and it just, it means shit to me, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't, I want my own house, I want my own, uh, my own, sure, I want to be able to, to mentor my own guys, my own crew, but I'm already doing that anyways. I'm already mentoring the young guys that and come that, through. So that's what I was going to um, say is that, uh, staying on the, on the topic here is that you don't need it to be a, a mentor and or leader. Yeah, but then the moment you try to incite some kind of change, what do they tell you? Oh, shut the fuck up. You're not well, fucking captain. And that you're goes not a, back you're to not a chief. It's where, not, if it's not a chief's it, idea, it'll never fucking happen. Next <laughs> that That's like that anywhere. Yeah. To what I said is that it, a, a leader can be of any rank. The the, the lower yeah. ranks, it tends to be more difficult. Yeah. Because well, change, change can't come from the bottom because I was able to change some things about the way HR does their business, you yeah. know, um, which actually I make them actually follow the black and white and do their job the way they're supposed to you know and yeah. and, and uphold integrity well, which is something that's extremely day. lost in, in yeah. hr in my opinion and in our fire department is integrity um that's where i draw my line in the sand um you know and with our union too that's where i draw the line in the sand it's like what's 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 right and what's wrong no 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 our job as as mentors and brothers and in these key leadership roles is to make that gray area as small as possible it's either black and white um, it seems like lately we've kind of lost our ways, and I'm not saying the union or, or the fire department, but just yeah. in general, uh, overgeneralization is that gray area is so fucking skewed that I can't even tell where the black and the white is anymore. You know, I was reading, before we went on air and met up, I, I was reading an article by this officer, he was naming 10 things of a great company officer, and, and I don't know, I don't know if it was numerically in, in, in rank of importance or not, but one of them... I think it was number eight or seven and like i said i don't know if it's importance or not but it was do the right thing always do the right thing yeah. right you, you can't be wrong if you do the right thing and doing the right thing sounds so easy sounds yeah. so simple but it's sometimes it's hard as shit to do the yeah. right thing and because of pushback yeah. that yeah. you get and who cares about the masses you know if you're yeah. on your own if you're on your own little island fighting for the right thing you can you can hold your head up high bro you know so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up a word here that i want you to associate with management and leadership because I, I think we're doing a good job of covering it and and i will get into there was a couple of questions that i wanted to get answered from facebook but uh, i'll give some things that i i found that i think that can help guys i don't want to say become good leaders because i mm-hmm. honestly think that becoming a good leader is it's inside you like it's i it's I can teach you all the, like, I'll yeah. give you this. I can teach you how to be the best hazmat technician yeah. there is, right? I can give you all those skills, but I can't give you the self-motivation, the self-accountability. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. That's a personal me. journey, man. Yeah, it, it's all character. It's all character-driven, it, you yeah. know? And, oh. and, of course, our, the fire service in general is full of characters from, yeah. from yeah. one end to the other. But the word I'm going to throw out to you is one that it's, again, it's like that brotherhood. It's like ownership. Yeah. It's like, and... and and I think that bound by chaos, bro. That's brother chaos. God. That's but brother the word God. the word is trust. Okay. Okay. And I think in order for an organization, whether it be this coffee shop that we're at, whether it's a fire department, whether it's you know a multi billion dollar company, that if there's not trust between management and leadership, yeah. right? You're gonna have a, a failure. So oh yeah. Just, if we can just we'll take the coffee shop that we're at here. The owner has to trust that the managers run it right. Yeah. The managers have to trust that the workers do their job. The workers have to trust that the managers, you know, it goes yeah. back and forth, no, right? No, yes, definitely. So what what is your thoughts on trust within between management and leadership? And, and we can use our department. We can use the fire service in general because I'll tell yeah. you, I I think there's a disconnect. Oh yeah, I think there's very little trust as far as as reciprocated trust reciprocated from management trust. to leadership. Yes. Yeah, 
Um, I think they're as far as looking at some of the, and this is not all of them, you know, as looking as far as looking at the the white shirts, the BCs, is there's a lot of micromanagement, a lot of micromanagement. Um, but I also get it why they micromanage because I think a lot of their captains are shit. <laughs> so, like, I try to put myself in their shoes, and I'm like, hey man, uh, yeah, if, if if you're my subordinate, you're 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 my first line supervisor as a captain. Um, I don't trust you. I'm probably gonna micromanage um, just because I, I know that I know that I'm not a bare minimum employee, and I think that's one thing that one big problem that we have with leadership in this department is that we have a lot of very very bare minimum employees. I almost feel like I work for a fucking um, you know part time um, department sometimes because I think everybody treats this department like it's their part time job and not their actual calling and their old brotherhood. And, you know, I'm a firefighter. Uh, I think a lot of guys are just here for the benefits and just here to call them to wear the t-shirt but not actually playing the game um so uh, i think they do just the very bare minimum to get by and battalion chiefs know that so you know just just reflexively they micromanage yeah um, or they're shitty leaders themselves and that's all they know is oh uh, you know i gotta uh, and i'm trying to remember the the book answer from uh, one of the fucking six ridiculous books that make me read for these cap exams right and memorize not read but memorize um is uh that if you Wow, has a word. Uh, it basically hits on this too, where it basically says that um, if you are not uh, uh, promoted to a um, place where you're not not good at it, or you're not not going to be uh, negligent, basically negligent, right? Yeah. You're ne- a negligent hire. Um, you're going to act at the capacity lower than yourself. You know, so if you can't see yourself as a good battalion chief, you're going to pretend like you're a captain still and start doing captain shit. Right. Um, right. So I see a lot of that going on. Right. Um, I'll tell you one thing um, that I do like that. And I know a lot of you captains don't like it. Uh, I, I don't like it personally. I know you guys don't like it personally, but I like the idea of it and where it might go from here. I think I don't think it's the answer. I think it's the start, uh, which is the blue card. You know, I know a lot of you guys are not fans of it. I, I don't. Uh-huh. I don't have a, 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 an opinion. I, here, here comes a, a tension, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I, yeah. I mean, I I took in the the course. Yeah. Whatever, how many hours we had to take? I, I took negligent appointment. That's what it was called. Yeah. Sorry, I just hit. Yeah. Sorry, I got OCD. But, um, but. <laughs> I, I think. So here's what I know about blue card, because I once I took the class, I, I did some research on it, and there's a lot of departments that have de- that took yeah. on blue card. Most of the departments that I was able to talk to and research about took on the blue card. And after about three or four years, they stopped blue mm-hmm. card. But what they did was, they didn't say, hey, blue card sucks, we're doing it. No. What they did is they took what they liked from blue card. They evolved. And they added it to Atta what they boy. had. That's exactly what And I, they made yeah. a perfect system for their for them. department, exactly. right? That's exactly and what So I think at. that's where we're going to go with blue card. I hope so. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, personally, I think that blue card is... is Using different terminology for the yeah. same shit that we used to do. Yeah, yeah, just like CISM. You know, the military had it for years, but they called it something. They changed all the verbiage and called it something different. And some asshole wrote a firefighter book about it. Yeah, and I have to memorize it, right? <laughs> um, but freaking, uh, you know, it's a nail on the head, Lonnie. Is is that's where I'm talking about with the start. Um, so if anything, what I see with the blue card is accountability, not only for um, junior leadership, not only for captains, but for battalion chiefs as well. Yeah. Because now when they screw up, now we're going to be able to say, well, hey, <laughs> you fucked this up from the get go. Um, you know, so, and you're gonna be able to. And what I see with Blue Card is now is an accountability. It's it's it's. Um, you have your mission, your overall goal, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have your little sub, your missions, your subset missions, and they all boil down to little skill sets. So, the way we used to fight fire, what everybody show up and ah, helter skelter, Keystone cops. You know, everybody yeah. like a bunch of kids playing soccer. Everybody's running to the ball, right? Everybody wants to go put out the fire. Yeah. Um, and I equate that to like. And I've had this conversation. Eric's probably going to laugh at this. He's like, man, I've heard this so many fucking times when I'm teaching these classes to SWAT medic, to the SWAT guys, right? Um, it's like, you have a job to do. Everybody has a job to do. You know, do your job. Don't get don't get sidetracked. You know, um, you know when we got shot at in, in Ranger Regiment, you know, we didn't have 50 dudes running to where whoever was shooting at us. You know, you still have yeah. guys playing pulling flank security, doing this, guys commanding choppers, yeah. guys commanding airplanes. Everybody had a specific job. You got to one do. job. You got one job, right? Um, we don't do that in this fire department. We fucking we just oh everybody attacks the ball, everybody chases the ball like a bunch of kids. Hopefully we put out the fire and then we high five afterwards. It's like no, yeah. um, you know, and then and. I think with blue card, it's a systematic approach. You know, it gives us the kind of, okay guys, this is the jobs that need to get done. Um, And it also teaches the battalion chiefs to command and control that shit. Because uh, one thing that I know, I don't know about you, but there's been a couple of fires where I always listen to the fires on the radio. um, When I have other battalion chiefs having to correct another battalion chief because of 
it doesn't exude a whole lot of confidence, you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like, that that definitely. But you bring up blue card, so blue card actually, if I'm not mistaken, everyone that acts in the role of captain had to take blue card in our department. Yeah, yeah. So, so. How maybe. do we implement it? Here, well, right? no, yeah. but but yeah. I'm actually like my eyes got big. I'm like, oh shit! So there's a little bit of change. Mm-hmm. Here's how we are start. Like you said, it's yeah. the start. We are taking these guys who never had any formal training of acting in this position. We're, t- we're going to teach you. Hey, this yeah. is when you're in the role. This is what you say. Whatever you want to yeah. say. If it's canned or I don't give a shit if you check by. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to give you some training on. Yeah. So that's a positive. Yeah. From, or from or even a simple fix is that hey man, we're supposed to have. Um, promotional exams every single year which you know is a huge waste of taxpayer money but whatever it is what it is you know um <laughs> uh, those guys uh, and girls that have to take that promotional are that do well on the test they'll all go through um uh fire or, or officer orientation sure. and uh instructor instructor one instructor yeah. two right um and blue car is going to be implemented into that so in the future i know why can't we just have hey unless you have actually done this shit and been certified in this those are the only people that can act captain because ideally now you know that they have the time in they did they, what they're if they're able to promote are taking a, a promotion exam you know they got some time in they got some time under their belt they sure. got some reps in so why not just make just them those people who are who are actually checked off to act captain just have them act captain so the problem with that now is that then, then here comes the union like oh now you're taking overtime away from this guy that guy blah 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 and and now I got to pull this person off the box because they can act and I was like I don't care yeah that, that's your job you're a manager that's your job manage um, you know um, just give me give us the best possible avenue for success and if just throwing somebody in that that command seat just because they were a, a body. You're setting us up for failure. You're yeah. setting that person up for failure. Yeah. What does that say about what, what you think about me? What you think about my family? Yeah. You know, that to me, that, that's just shitty management and shitty leadership. <laughs> so For the longest time, and I don't know if, if my view has changed too much, but for the long, for, and mainly it was when I was on the ambulance, but mm-hmm. for years I thought, man, we're just bodies, right? Yeah. We're just bodies. I still think that way. <laughs> um, I hope, so we'll, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other yeah, conversation on its own. Yeah, what's, me, the, what's the so, easiest possible way we can get this done and the, that causes a little headache and blah, 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 I'm gonna, blah. I'm going to read you a couple things that I wrote down, and you tell me whether mm-hmm. you uh, agree, disagree, and then you can expand on it if you want. But I, I think in order for our leaders, and I say our leaders yeah. in general, yeah. uh, to get better, right, the upper brass, and of course we're talking mm-hmm. about fire service, you know, they, they got to trust them. they got to yeah. have some trust in them. they got to kind of ease up on the micromanaging and uh, and we, we talked about this in the first 20 minutes you got to allow them to fail yes you yes. got to allow them to and, and i know we talk about well, when we fail people die i, I get that i get mm-hmm. it but when i say allow them to fail allow them to fail at the, during our training <laughs> i was about to hit you i, right? look, oh, I love that you said that i was about to harp on that's you that's where one. we fail right that's where trust is built that's where trust, trust is, built. is built in the training environment go yes. go fail all you want yeah. in training that way when we get to the real shit exactly you can't my get it man wrong, you right? hit it you hit it so again and this with with proper when does greatness happen is when preparation meets opportunity training is preparation um you know and the victories that's just that's just monday that's just what yeah. we do we win God, I love that you said that because I was about to freaking. Uh, well, right. it, it, it's because Almost threw me a people say it all the time. People say, "Well, you got to allow them to fail," and I, I agree. I, yeah, but not at a fire. But not at a fire. <laughs> yeah. but not, not when you're working a yeah. code, you know. And I used to have guys do that all the time when I was a young medic. They would yeah. like, "Oh, you should have done this." I'm like, "Well, why you? So you absolutely let me fail during this call?" Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, I, oh. I wanted you to learn." And I'm like, "That's the wrong. That's you're yeah. teaching me. I get it, yeah. but that's the wrong way to teach." No, that's just the way to beat your chest and and and, and be smug and smirk about it. Like, yeah. uh, for example, you know, I, I had an instance where I was I was teaching a class, and when I teach classes, I don't I, I'll I'll research as much as I possibly can. But sometimes, if I if I know like a, a one of our young firefighters has a weakness in something. I'll just kind of go research it real quick, and then, uh, of course, now I'm teaching them my interpretation, right? Which sure. I might might not be the, the the right thing, but at least I'm trying, right? It's uh, a I'm way. Like, yeah, it's a way exactly, or it's the way that I interpret it. What yeah. makes sense to me, right? So I had this cat. I'm teaching this kid in class, and I'm trying to like get him to wrap his mind around certain things. Blah blah. blah. I didn't say a fucking thing the whole time, right? Then afterwards, he's like, "Oh, you know, you we were wrong about that shit, right?" And I'm like, "Why the fuck didn't you correct me 40 minutes ago?" Exactly. Um, just for an opportunity to be smug and yeah. and. Uh, 
and or not smug about it, but I guess a quiet professional shirt, right? Oh, what was your class? And I was like, well, dude, I, if I'm fucked up, I want to know. I'm, I can take constructive criticism, especially when I'm teaching somebody else. Um, don't let me teach this kid wrong, you know? And the thing, it, it sucks that I have to take it upon myself to teach these guys because nobody else is going to do it, you know? And I'm not even the fucking captain. Um, you know, and we have a whole training division. And it's like, why am I training these guys? Why That's am I teaching these guys? That's a whole other episode <laughs> itself because um, um, my division, the hazmat division, we we took over the training. Yeah, no, I love that. We yeah, you had to. Training. Yeah. Yeah, or else we you were just going to be where you were 10 years ago. So an- another thing that I wrote down that I want you to expand on is, is this one, okay? Um, I wrote down this. And then just hear me out. I Go said spread the responsibility, right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. We've all heard this, that 90% of the work is done by That's 10% it. of the people. I totally agree with you. Right? Yeah. But it's wrong. It's very wrong. It's wrong, right? It's extremely wrong. But that's that's bad management, right? Yeah. So we've got to spread the responsibility. Yeah. Whether, whether that... So, so there's some really good captains. We have some fucking phenomenal. And you're usually gonna find them at your at your uh, stations like you guys, you know, your specialty stations. And this is all opinionated, of course, my opinion. Um, and just busy stations, you know. And people forget about me too. Is that I spent fucking ten years at three of the busiest stations in the whole department. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone always uh, equates me to like, oh yeah, now you're at seventeens or oh you were at fifteens. It's like yeah, dickhead. But I was also at busy stations longer than you've been in the fucking department. Yeah. Um, but a big captain, uh, I'm sorry, a big, a big problem with that is that these motivated captains allow it to happen. Um, they take on a brunt of the work, which there's some phenomenal captains that I think would be even just extraordinarily awesome captains if they would just know when to say fucking no every once in a while. Sure. When a battalion chief comes up and says, hey man, I want you to do this, I want to try it. No. Like, no, we already got too much because every, every promise that you make as a captain, now your guys have to deliver with their blood and their sweat. So um, it's funny that you bring it up because my next bullet point here. And I, I shit you not, you, you haven't read any of my notes, No, I, right? I can't you even read not. your handwriting. Yeah, yeah, I, sometimes I can. <laughs> I'm left-handed but too, so. <laughs> one of my bullet points here of how to get buy-in is to never overwhelm personnel. No. Right? No, uh, but we let it happen all the time. The goals that you, that you set to these guys, they got to be obtainable first. Yes. They, they got to be realistic. They got to be t- obtainable. They got to be given with a time frame, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you can't say whenever. But if you start putting too much on their plate, and I, this is the problem I have with some of our upper management, mm-hmm. is that they know who the workers are. Yeah, and you're reliable. Yeah, but why isn't everybody reliable? You're you're wearing that gold badge, and this is again why that gold badge means jack shit to me. Is that is that why isn't my this battalion chief holding that captain accountable? That's their fucking job is to lead personnel into one of the most chaotic situations they possibly can, where life and death are on the line. Why is it just the bare minimum that, oh, yeah, well, you know, and they're cool with it, you know? Uh, it drives me fucking insane, Lonnie. I can't I think tell you how much it drives I think, me insane. I think, I think every, de- if, I think you might agree with this, I say this all the time, that our department is just a microcosm of every other department around the nation, right? Yeah, yeah. So, if we have a battalion that has good crews, bad crews, good crews, bad crews, mm-hmm. every other department's going through the same thing. So... My thing is, I'm, I'm with you, is like, why, and... Yeah. Why do I allow this? Why is this allowed? In, in my battalion, there's a couple of, of stations that just, mm-hmm. if something needs to get done, they throw, and, and it, but it, you know what? It comes back to what you said, is that Excuse those me. guys, they don't say no. No, they They're don't. Like, you know They're what? like, okay, hey, we'll, they just we'll, take it on. We'll, we'll do it. We'll yeah. take it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I, I, I use... I use this as an example all the time, and, and bless their hearts, mm-hmm. you know, from South Texas, that's a, that's a, that's a saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> station one, I think yeah. station one gets shit on a mm-hmm. ton, because high rise, yeah. water rescue, AMBUS, yeah. hazmat, structural fires, EMS, um, I mean, we could go on and on, uh, wildland. My idea with Station One, or the reason I think that is, is that I think they're the poster children for the fire department. I think any time that we're going to end up as front page news, it's always going to be at Station One. Anytime we have the mayor or the city manager that's going to show up, I, agree. I think that's why we have our diverse, the I most just, diversity is there at Station One. The most everything's at Station One. I think from uh, a big picture, though, you got to sit back and you got to. I say, think it's ridiculous. Am I, yeah, am it's I overwhelming. Too much on these. It's tracks? overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. I mean. And yeah. they get it done. I'm not yeah. bashing anyone at that station. I think those guys are rock and stars. It's, and generally, it's a it's a busy station, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you take specialty station, specialty equipment to some of the storage stations where they actually have time to train, so, <laughs> you know, and they can be actually be held accountable for training. Well, we're gonna we're gonna sum up here <laughs> in about about ten minutes or so. But there's a, there's another one that I that I wanted to see what you thought about. But 
We have to allow personnel to become vested in a project, right? And by that means, I know, again, I'll use myself as an example, uh, hazmat-wise. I'll tell a guy, like, hey, you're, you're going to give a class over the NIOSH pocketbook. Yeah. What? Yeah. You're, you're, I love hey, that. Hey, you're vested. Yeah. Get in there. Come up with... It can be a 15, 20 minute, I don't give a shit, you're gonna teach us something. Mm-hmm. When we allow that to happen, then guys take ownership of it, yeah. we've got some accountability. But I don't see, I'm, and I'm being a 100% honest, I see it at the company level, yeah. right? And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I live in a bubble over yeah. off of Leopard. Yeah. I don't know what happens <laughs> on the island, I don't have any clue. So I see it at the company level over there with our guys in my battalion, but I don't see it from above my rank. No. Like, I just, I, I, I don't, and I don't. No. What's the bare minimum, right? It's like, oh, uh, oh, your, your reports are good? Okay, cool. No delinquent reports? All right, we're good. Yeah. Nobody died at this fire? Okay, high five. And that's it. So, you know? <laughs> Do we got all the butts in the seat? Every, every apparatus got somebody in it? Okay, cool. I, I um, think that's huge. I think if we can get guys, and it doesn't even have to be, although you just told me a story how you got your in trouble for writing shit on a whiteboard but yeah you know i was gonna cause yeah, my, they want what, that whiteboard erased every what shift. i was gonna every say shift. was <laughs> it doesn't even have to be from the officer it could be from yeah. a, a firefighter too just like hey you know what we're gonna go over this today yeah and and all my stuff that i have on there is pertinent shit uh there was sometimes i get a little ocd and add and uh, and actually I, I did have like the periodic table drawn up one time i was trying to go off memory and because yeah. <laughs> I, I love that nerd shit too i love hazmat and all the stuff that you guys do over there I think it's really cool um subject matter expert, experts and all that um, and actually, it, that was derived from the class that, that Gravel gave us. Um, so yeah. I, I had some of the guys that I was like, okay, so you know why this does this? You know why this gas does that? Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to show you. All right, this is, what, this is what volatility means. This is what electrons are. This is how they bind on the outer rings. This Absolutely. is what they blow. And that's where that stemmed from, right? But everyone's like, oh, what's all this shit on the board? You know, they don't understand it. Of course, they're afraid of it. Now they might be held accountable for it. So now it's, okay, erase. Every, every time you draw something up there, erase the board. You know, all they want on that board is, did somebody pay for chow? So, um, knowledge is a dangerous thing, brother. It is. It's a dangerous yeah. thing. Because well, like now that when you're taught, when you're taught something, now you're held accountable for it. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times when I was at 15 that I try to teach a class and I have somebody pull out their fucking uh, phone and just fuck around on their phone the entire time I'm teaching the class. You know. Oh, I, um, and that's when I was acting captain at the time. And but that's the thing is that hey, if, if I'm paying attention and I'm actually taught this, now I'm held accountable for it. Now I can get in trouble for it. I think that's kind of the mindset yeah. that they have, which is really annoying. Um, but just to touch up, Lonnie, too, on, and I wanted to, to circle back on my own little idea, what yeah. I thought a beautiful leader or an amazing leader is, is I, I, I want a leader, this is my ideal leader, and I'm like, an, I'm like a leadership slut. Like, if, if, if you're a fucking great leader, bro, I will follow, even if you draw that line on the sand and I'm not on that side of the line with you, I'll follow you into fucking hell, bro, and I've done it. Yeah. Um, you know, been there, done that. Um, they wrote a book about it, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, as far as being a good leader and the mindset of a good, solid leader is not only that of a teacher as a mentor, uh, but that almost like a dad. Um, and what I mean by that is we have so many leaders, and I know there's there's some guys that I have, like I go back and forth with Tom Cruise about this because he's a, he's a phenomenal captain in my opinion, um, about what a leadership should be. You know, should they set the standard or should they set the, should they set the example? Um, you know, and when I talk to Tom about it, I'm like, hey, dude, and this is, again, this is from my, my experience as a ranger is that we always want to pass the torch up. Absolutely. You know, when I leave, I'm passing this torch up. I'm not passing it down at all. And if I pass it down, then I failed. Yeah. I'm not the strongest link here. I'm not the example. I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even trying to set the example. I'm trying to set the standard. Yeah. That's me as a dad, right? If you're under my leadership, I want to make you better than me. I want to be the weakest link in the chain. That's my goal. That's my job is to be the weakest link on the chain. And what I mean by that or how I can actually get somebody to wrap their mind around it is that if I'm leading this crew and I'm the weakest link in this chain because I train you guys to be better than me, then I know what our minimum capabilities are. And that's a beautiful thing to know. Absolutely. Now I now that's a force multiplier because now I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of and I'm the weakest link. I know what these guys are capable of. Yes. Um, you know, there's no, there's no curveballs there. Uh, but that's just my mentality of it is always passing the torch up and that's that's beautiful because I've, I've always thought that you should set the standard not the example yeah the you know the fire service is different like but in it just taking in any organization mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to not want to train up no because their they fear they hoard the knowledge they hoard the and their, their fear that someone's going to take their spot yeah yeah which they can't they can't that, yeah, that doesn't work possible. that doesn't yeah, work that way it doesn't work that yeah. way in our so why not why because yeah. i'm with you i, I want yeah. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. No, I want to yeah. be the dumb fuck. That's yeah. my goal. Right. Um, 
I, I want someone to be smarter than me. I want someone to be better at it than me. Yeah. And full that circle, doesn't mean I don't want to be good. Yeah, no, you're going to be great. Exactly. You set yeah. a standard. Yeah. If you set a, if you set a high standard, they'll rise to that standard and better. Like my son, I want him to be better than me. That everything Absolutely. I've ever done, he's going to be stronger, faster, hotter. Um, you know, uh, he got goes you right there. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taller for sure. I want him to be six four two twenty. You know. Yeah. Um, but to come full circle, you know, when you judge a captain by their by what they've done, what they've accomplished, I'm not judging you personally. I'm going to take your low guy on the totem pole and I'm going to assess him. That's how I'm going to know how good you are. Absolutely. Uh, so if you have that mentality of, hey, I'm going to pass this torch up. I'm going to make this cat better than me. Um, there you go. You're covered, man. Just a few that's days even, ago. That's evolution. That, that's the way it's supposed to work. Just the, yeah. a few days ago, I was, I was out at the bluff and I was meeting with uh, that group, the Salty Coast Fools. Yeah, I wish I could have been there, man. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And, and I told I those guys, with my boy. I asked one of them. All right, so in closing, we've, we've actually covered a, a lot of a different topics. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think what we've talked about is we've said that the combination of strong leadership and great management, it's, I wrote this down, it's not a fucking unicorn. No. It's, it's out there. Yeah. We can do it, right? But there's got to be some trust. There's got to be some change. they got to evolve. We've talked about that. Um, and we, you've talked about what you think a good leader should look like, yep. right? We've, we've done all that, but I, I, I will challenge you. I challenge yep. myself. Yeah. I challenge everyone that, that listens to this. And we, we have a good turnout on our listeners is, is to look around. Mm-hmm. Look around and, and what do you see? Do you, do you see good managers? Do you see good leaders? Do you see both? And then right after you do that, take a deep look at yourself. Yep. And what are you? Are you just a manager? You're, you're good with... Yeah, I'm doing the, you know, I can send a bunch of fucking emails. What's your value added? Yeah, well, yeah are, yeah. are you adding any value to it? And and if you if you can't answer that question, then you've got some work to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to answer this question because uh, from Facebook, Junior Cruz asked, "What classes of any would you recommend for someone that wants to become an officer?" Now I, I understand we already went on <laughs> yeah. that. How you you yeah. feel so? Yeah. Um, I'll give Junior my take, and if you have any to add in, that's fine. Yep. But, but if you're looking for like free classes, the NFA is a great place to look mm-hmm. in Maryland. The, matter of fact, all of their classes for firemen are free. Yep. Um, yep. The only thing they don't pay for is like backfill, but they have one that's called uh, uh, it's the Managing Officer Program. It's a, it's a it's a set of courses that you can take. Obviously, there's Fire Officer 1, Fire Officer 2 from NFPA 1021, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Teeks offers uh, a, a bunch, 1041, which is Fire Instructor, because mm-hmm. I think that in order to be a good leader, you've got to be yeah, able to, you yeah, have, you have to, to learn how to teach. you got to be able to that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you haven't already, and, and the guys that are listening, if you haven't stepped up and got like your master structural firefighting certification and it's so fucking easy to do and you gotta yeah. have some years in but yeah. if you don't have that get that got paid. <laughs> um, the international association of fire chiefs has a um, it's called firefighter to supervising officer plan it's an actual plan that it's a mm-hmm. document they've put on the web um, and basically it's just a toolbox so you yeah. can reference it whenever you need to FEMA is another good one um, I wrote down a couple of websites I'll tell you right now www.usfa.fema.gov slash NFA slash NFA online mm-hmm. you can get all of the NFA classes on there and then as well as FEMA which if I fuck this up I'm sorry but it's like HTTP <laughs> the black says training.fema.gov backslash IS backslash CRS list L-I-S-T dot A-S-P. Mm-hmm. You can find some really good um, classes on there. I will be 100% honest with you, Junior. Becoming a good officer takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Um, you're not going to take one of these classes and be like, I'm the shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm the shit. It's, uh, you talked oh, yeah. about it earlier, and we can keep going on. Yeah. There's less fires. Yeah. There's our prevention is better. Our mm-hmm. education, fire education, is better. Yeah. So we don't get to do this on a regular basis like they did 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So it comes down to you wanting to be, and I say officer. I'm gonna use the word leader. Is get out there and train with your guys. Yeah. Master the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the reason we get paid is the basics. And I know we want to do all this sexy stuff and add this and do that and do this, but yeah. we can't even get fucking fire to the trucks. It, you know, it, it, if you can't, <laughs> I mean, water to the if trucks. If you and you know? your crew can't pull hose you mm-hmm. can't get a supply yeah. you you can't get water from your truck to your nozzle mm-hmm. 
and you can't perform a rescue, in my opinion, yeah. Yeah. don't go any further than yeah. that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. th- let's get those down. Yeah. And my personal belief, man, just to, to, to piggyback off Lonnie, is that I honestly don't think that you can be taught to be a good leader. I think you can learn to be a good leader, uh, but I don't think it's something that can be taught. Um, I think it, it starts with a solid foundation of moral character um, and knowledge and um, basically mastering the basics, building a strong foundation and knowing the physics of fire, reading smoke, reading hazmat, yeah. uh, all that stuff, you know, because if you can't do that, then you can't, you, you can't take that quantitative and qualitative information and actually, uh, you know, decipher it and actually do something about it. You know, you basically can't think. You can't work the puzzle. Yes. What good are you? You it, know. <laughs> I, I think it should be said too that not everyone is a leader. No. And that is okay. Yeah. The most important thing you need before you even consider being a leader is what's my why? Yeah. And what's your driving yeah. force? And you know, if if your driving force is oh, I just want to get off this busy ambulance, just like I think ninety percent of our leadership has done in the past, um, which is why I think we suck. Uh, personally, sorry. Um, then then that's wrong. Um, then you shouldn't even consider becoming a leader. Yeah. And if you have a system that allows that um, and almost and condones it, then that's a systemic failure. You know, you wanting to do it just for that reason, that's a personal failure. But somebody that actually allows it, uh, a system that actually allows it, that's a systemic failure. Um, yeah. And so, like I said, it, it, it's becoming and junior to add on to those that I told you, those are all fire service books. But I would also recommend. Sports books. Sports books. Yeah, underdog stories. Um, business books. Why did they follow that leader? Um, what made them? Motivational speaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get outside the realm of the fire service and as far as your knowledge that you're going to read, mm-hmm. and it'll open up so many more doors, I think. I personally, I mean, I love to read. I'm a, yeah. I'm like you. I'm a nerd. I'll, yeah. I'll read just about Leaders anything. are readers. But, yeah. But, Don't read any fire books <laughs> because. Uh, well, they yeah. all, they, you know, and honestly, they all yeah. say the same shit. Yeah, yeah they really they, do. They really do. Yeah, um, they really do. But you're not going to learn, you're not going to learn to be a good leader reading a fire book. Uh, in my opinion, um, yeah. you know, I think a lot of those just want to get turned into the movies or guys puffing their chests. Um, there's some good ones, yeah, sure. I, I really am a fan of just kind of knowing the physics and 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 um, just nerding out with that. Like Street Smart Firefighting is probably one of my favorite books. Absolutely, so, yeah, I mean, that um, um, we have one more question. Go for it, and baby, then we'll sorry. close up. But but this is from from Roman Lopez. Okay, uh, he said, "Where do hazmat babies come from?" Hazmat babies come from. Yeah. They come from nerds. They come um, from nerds. They, yeah, they come from, from guys with an unyielding, unyielding, unquenching thirst for the why. Um, the subject matter experts, why things are the way they are. You know, if you want to go back to like Isaac Newton, uh, you know, the father of modern day physics, or if you want to go back to Aristotle, the, the originator of uh, physique, you know. Um, or, that you know, is a way better answer than, yeah. than I came up with. Yes. Yeah. What I was going to tell Roman was that. Uh, hazmat babies come from faulty level a suits <laughs> you know yeah uh, yeah uh, um, yeah that condom didn't work bro <laughs> yeah well you know and, and yeah that condom didn't work and and it uh it, it grew into something beautiful you know spread like a virus um quickly, you know? yeah but the cool thing about viruses is that you know they're not all bad i guess no, you know no. is that if, um, if a virus can be uh equated to an idea and once you have that beautiful idea that is infectious and, and it just grows then you'd be amazed on, on what a community can freaking uh, come up with absolutely Orlando thank you hey, for man. joining us today man Had a it, blast, was, brother. it was a pleasure yeah. uh, guys that was uh, that was episode 6 management and leadership we'll uh, we'll get some feedback from you guys um, it'll be on iTunes it'll be on Spotify Amazon and Anchor uh, later this evening so until next week stay low stay safe mm-hmm. we'll catch you later Rangerly the way.